This is the Paul Truesdell podcast. Due to the extensive holdings of our sponsor, Fixed Cost Financial, and your hosts, you should expect that a conflict of interest exists with all companies discussed. And now, two Pauls in a pod. The Paul Truesdell podcast. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It's Saturday, July the 9th, 2022. It's about nine o'clock in the evening and we've been working all day. We did a little refurbish here at the office. We, uh, My daughter came up and my eldest son and I, we worked on the yard. We did some repair work on the driveway and she sanded and repainted and stained the front door and and we sat down and we uh, had a bite to eat. We wound up watching a thing called Below Deck uh, in Australia or something like that. We watched a couple episodes of that and shot the breeze and had a good time. And that's what we did. So one of the things I thought tonight, I'd do a quick little thing on Facebook and show you a little bit how we do a podcast. You can watch this thing, watch this thing, and then you can hear later when we produce it. It'll be up tomorrow. Might be up later tonight. It depends. And uh, we we clean up the audio. All of this that I'm saying right now will be out of here and uh, gone. So it is what it is. So I said, let's start this thing right now. And I just did the intro. Instead, what I think I'll do, we'll, we'll restart it and um, let's clean it up and uh, do it the way I normally do. Okay, so we did the three, two, one, and then we dive into it, blah, blah, blah. Let's do that again. Here we go. Three, two, one. Yeah. This is the Paul Truesdale podcast. Due to the extensive holdings of our sponsor, Fixed Cost Financial, and your hosts, you should expect that a conflict of interest exists with all companies discussed. And now, two Pauls in a pod. The Paul Truesdale Podcast. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It's Saturday, July 9th, 2022. It's about 9 o'clock in the evening. I thought I'd talk a little bit about what does the word recession mean? Does anybody have an idea what that means? What about a depression? Oh, we throw terms around all the time. You listen to these talking heads on TV and they babble like babbling brooks. And what does that mean? What is a recession? What is depression? What does it mean? What is a bull market? What does a bear market mean? What does it all mean? Well, the terms, these are economic terms. They have some very specific means, but even in the world of economics, in the world of business, people don't really know. I'll give you a good example. You hear people talk all the time in financial services. Oh, we do active investing. Oh, we do passive investing. Well, can you tell me what active and passive actually means? Give me a definitive definition of what active and passive means. You can't do it. Neither can I or anybody else. So this loosey-goosey language, oh, we got a recession. We got a depression. It's a bull market. It's a bear market. It's stagflation. Who cares? None of that stuff means anything because all economics is personal. It's all individual. It depends upon how you and your family are doing. I got news for you. If you got a billion dollars, which is a lot of coin, that's a lot of money. It doesn't mean a whole lot if you're dying. You know, years ago in 1976, I was in Washington, D.C. I was working. A lot of people don't know some of the things I've done and I don't share everything. But I've lived a very full life. I've always said that I've done everything on my bucket list. And one of those was back in 1976, I got to meet a guy who was a very interesting bird when I was in Washington, D.C. Fellow by name of uh, Stone, Charles, Charlie Stone. Not not Charlie Stone. Um, what is the name of that guy? Anyways, Roger Stone. Boy, I blew it. Charlie Stone used to be, a, I think he's a member of the, United, of the Florida House. He used to be a, a county commissioner. Sorry about that, uh, Charlie. Roger Stone I met back in 1976. 
And um, I happened to meet him when Jack Kemp was giving a speech. Jack Kemp was a quarterback for, I believe it was the New England Patriots or something like that. Anyways, and um, he had a really deep, gravelly voice. And he always wore a, a diving watch, big, big diving watch. And he used to talk all the time uh, about... Uh, the amount of money that people were spending in Washington. So he had this little thing. He said, I never forgot it. He said, you know, we, we, we sit back and we say, are we voting for a million or a billion? And I thought that's just amazing. He said, you know, let me give you an example of the difference between a million and a billion dollars. He said, a million seconds is 12 days. 12 days. Now, these are rounded numbers. So for those of you who are mathematicians, so these are rounded. And so I'm, okay, 12 days. And then he says, in a billion, a billion is 36 and then he paused for effect. And then he said, years. So the difference between a million and a billion is a big difference. 12 days and basically 36 years. Today, we're spending trillions of dollars. And God only knows how much money that is. Bingo. So the problem is all economics is personal. It depends upon how you're doing, how your family's doing. Here's the thing. Are you doing okay? Are you doing good? Are you doing great? What if you're doing really amazing? Now define those terms. I can do that for you. Let me give you an example. Let's assume you're making $50,000. You're making ends meet. You're doing okay. It's okay, it is what it is, what it is. You're not lighting the world on fire right now, but you're making $50,000 and it is what it is. Now you get a pay raise. You're making $75,000. Man, you just went from being okay to good. Now I'm really doing good. Now, a guy headhunts you. Yeah, you're good. They headhunt you. And they're going to give you a signing bonus and they're going to pay you $100,000. But you got to move to Des Moines, Iowa. And you're living in Brandon. And you go, huh, hmm, I don't know about that. And you figure it out and you go, wait a minute, I'm making 50. Now 75, another 25, I'm going to move. Yeah, I move. Okay. So now you're making $100,000 and you're making bank. You can put some money away. This is good. You might even be able to afford a house. And then somebody headhunts you and said, we'd like you to come to Salem. Okay. We want you to come to Salem. We're going to offer you $100,000. No, no, no. We're offering you $200,000. So you went from faking 50 to 75 to 100. Now you're making $200,000. You went from okay to good to great. That's amazing. Amazing, right? On the other hand, if you got $200,000 and you're going to San Francisco, you might be taking a pay cut. That sucks. So you got to, it's not how much you make, it's how much you keep. That's the big thing. And let's, these numbers. Okay, so right now, if you're making good money, you go, um, yeah, no, I don't get out of bed for $200,000. Well, what if you're making a million and now you go to, from a million to a million five? Well, that's, yeah, that's from okay to pretty good. But now you're getting a job offer for two million. Okay, that's great. I went from a million to two million, that's great. But then somebody says, no, 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 no. We're going to give you $4 million and I want you to move to Dallas. Well, now, okay, housing's a little bit more, but you know that that S-Class Mercedes you upgraded to? Well, now you buy a Bentley. Well, hell, you're making $4 million a year. You get the big ass house. You're living in South Fork. You think you're J.R. Ewing. Everything's fantastic. Then you get laid off. Uh-oh. Bingo. Not so cool. So the key thing is, it's not how much you make, it's how much you keep. And what you're doing is you're always investing for the old fart that's going to be, well, you're going to be looking at one day in the mirror. Every one of you, look in the mirror. Look at me. Look at that gray hair. Look at that gray beard. Don't have a lot of wrinkles, a little bit here and there. For my age, I think I'm looking okay. But I work at it, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about that in just a second. Here's the key thing. One day, you're not going to be able to earn an income. One day, you may become financially independent. That day when you work because you want to work, not because you have to work. I've been doing this since 1986. I work because I want to work, not because I have to work. I do what I like and good, profitable, and can control. Let me repeat that. I do what I am good at, what I like, I'm profitable, and I can control it. <laughs> 
people say, are you ever going to stop working? Well, I'm not working now because I do what I like. I'm good, profitable, can control. That's the greatest thing in the world for me. I'm not going to stop. You you wouldn't ask Warren Buffett that, would you? You didn't ask Steve Jobs that. Steve Jobs died working. He he just worked it up to the very end. God bless him. Uh, Clint Eastwood's still working. The guy's old. I think that's fantastic. I think it's fantastic because what else is there for? I'm not listening. I'm not into going to a retirement community, sitting in a rocking chair, playing mahjong, doing shuffleboard, you know, and, and you know, the oatmeal was delicious today, Margaret. I think they put honey in the oatmeal. I ain't doing that shit, man. No, no, no freaking way. I'm going down. Man, I'm going down fighting. That's all there is to it. So the bottom line is, I think that uh, economics should all be personal. Are you doing okay? That's great. So just because you start making some more money, and a lot of you are going to be making more money because of the conditions going on, inflation, and everything else, don't ramp up your expenses. That's the hardest thing to do. Don't ramp them up. Only do things that you can really afford to do. And by the way, when it comes to things, minimalism is fine. Now, minimalism doesn't mean that you're living in a van down by the river eating cheese or living under the viaduct, okay? Bingo. What it means is you own, O-W-N, own everything you use, okay? And use everything you own. Here's the way it works. Own everything you use and use everything you own. A lot of you have gone out and bought homes and you really don't use them. You'd be far better off renting, living near where you work, saving the time. You know, you got people down in Tampa, especially. Maybe they might be working down in the Gandhi area, and they live up in town and country, or they live up in uh, Lutz, or they live in Wesley Chapel, and they got an hour drive, and the frustration, the hell with that. Or you're working in Clearwater and living in Brandon. What the hell are you people doing that for? Y'all are nuts, if you ask me. So the reality in life, I mean, like what I did, I hey, COVID was a fantastic thing for me because it actually got people to appreciate and to learn what it's like what we do, which is video teleconferencing all day long. People are like, oh, this is something new. Not for us. We've been doing it for a long, long time. Doing things like drawing on screens and doing different things and showing, it's, it's just fantastic. But let's continue on with this. Hey, look, you got money, right? Hey, it's not a big deal. The most important thing in life is your mindset. I have a thing called the seven coils, C-O-I-L-S. And the coils, the word coil stands for components of independent living simply. Seven coils in order of importance, components of independent living simply. Our mindset, physical, emotional, intellectual, relationship, financial, and risk. A second from the end is financial. The most important thing is, is, is your mindset. I've met a couple of people down in Tampa, not too, in the last year and a half or so, good looking people, sharp, good jobs. Uh, nice people. Mindset sucks. Absolutely sucks. Bingo. Oh, woe is me. Poor me. Oh, they're always bitching and compl complaining about things. I, I get it. I'll commiserate with them and then I'm gone. I'm out of there. Okay. If the glass is half empty and I see it half full, what are we going to talk about? I mean it. I'm dead serious, okay? And so for me, it's about minting millionaire mindsets. It's the reason why we are always encouraging people. You can become a client of ours. You're going to get the rah, rah, rah all the time. It's minting millionaire mindsets, modern minimalist methods. It's mastering money management and monumental mankind movements, doing the things that really mean something in life. Second thing is physical. If, again, I've told this over and over and over, and let me do it real quickly. Every single day, you should engage in strength, endurance, and flexibility training with natural nutrition, hydration, and everything in moderation. You do that, you're not going to be overweight. You're going to be in pretty good shape, period, end of story. Natural nutrition, hydration. If you can't pronounce it, don't put it in your body. 
every single day, get up and you do strength, endurance, and flexibility training. Okay? That's all there is to it. Simple rules in life. But what do people do? Instead of getting in good shape, instead of getting their head squared around, right? Instead of associating with people, because the third thing is you have mindset, physical, emotional, and intellectual. Instead, people, you know, they get their 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 chocolate chip infused uh, Oreo fat, fat, double fat, super fat, ice cream, chunky monkey, and they're, and they're so, soda, soda, my papa drinks. And they're out in the, they look like pigs. And they're on the side of the road screaming about abortion. And they look like a pig. And they're hanging around with people who are just, nobody wants to deal with these people. Nobody of any class does. Yeah, I know. Oh, I can't believe you're talking like this. Look, it's the reality in life. If you're a hot chick, you're a hot looking girl or a hot looking guy, and then you actually have a view that can, you can actually put a sentence together, a logical, unemotional sentence. An argument about what you believe in, pro or con on abortion, right? You actually can put it together. You make a great argument, but you look like a pig. Nobody's going to listen to you. There's just not. Rosie O'Donnell is a good example of that. If you like her, God bless you, but she's a pig. If you can't keep yourself physically together and you're going to tell me you don't have kids and you're going to tell me how to raise kids, really? Really? You're going to spend your entire life in government? You've never worked in the private sector? And you're going to tell me how to run my business? We're waxed rich with people like that. So if you get yourself in the right mindset and you're physically, you do everything you can to keep yourself physically fit. You don't have to be part of the lucky gene pool where the, your eyes and nose and everything is just perfect in proportion. It's not black, white, brown, tall, short. It's none of that stuff. It's about you conduct yourself appropriately, right? Mindset, physical, emotional. You're stable. You know when to react, how to react, and you have some patience in life. You intellect, you have a breadth of knowledge, a depth of knowledge, and you have some common sense. And your relationships are such that you actually have partners, people that you take care of in times of need, and they take care of you. So you have partners, you have associates that you do work with, you have clients, you have prospective clients, you have acquaintances, you have friends, you, you, all the way to, but you don't spend time on the meaningless. People that are meaningless, you ignore. These are things that maybe mommy and daddy never told you, but you got to ignore the meaningless people in your life because all they're doing is dragging you down. Oh, I go networking and nobody's going to do business. Everybody at the networking group does the same thing I do. No. Why do you go to these things? It's socializing. You know, dad needs to, this is dad's conversation to you. If you take a little bit, I could care less if I piss off 90% of the population, by the way. If I do business, if 10% of the population loves me, I got more business I can possibly handle. If you want somebody who's actually going to call it the way it is, that's me. I just don't care anymore. I'm too old. I got too much money. I've been doing this too damn long. I don't care. <laughs> I'm the kind of guy who should be running the president, running the, running the country. I'm tired of this shit. Putin, nuke that guy. Make, make, make Moscow a parking lot. Oh, everybody's afraid of him. Afraid of him? Really? Have you seen what kind of a cluster duck war they created against the Ukrainians? Oh, I could go on for hours and this kind of stuff. Everybody's afraid of the boogeyman. Hey, how about pulling back the curtains when you see in the Wizard of Oz, it's just a little twerp back there. The Wizard of Oz. The Scarecrow. The Tin Man. A lot of good psychology in that thing. There always has been, always will be. So when it comes to financial, it's about Q, C-U-E, not Q, the idiot uh, that's telling you uh, Trump's coming back and all that stuff. God, that thing. I'm talking about the Q as in Q ball, C-U-E, contractual income, unearned income, and earned income. And someday you're not going to be able to work. That's the earned income. You're going to rely on contractual and unearned income. These are things I talk about all the time when you're a client of ours. If you're not a client of ours, God bless you. If you are, you know what I'm talking about. 
And then risk. Biggest risk for most people is the inability to get up and go to work in the day. You know, if, if you're not financially independent and working because you want to work, not because you have to work, your biggest asset is usually your ability to get your ass out of the chair, out of bed, out of your house, and where you make money, where somebody temporarily hires you as a slave. If you are an employee, always remember, never forget, you are a slave when you go to work. Oh, I can't believe you're saying that. No, you're trading time for money. You have to do what the man tells you to do. There's restrictions on what the man can t- t- tell you to do. But again, the man is telling you what to do. I'm an employer. I'm the man. I tell my people what to do. Now, I'm a good employer. I think everybody would say that. Hell, we haven't lost an employee in over 10 years. Nobody leaves. Bottom line is, you have working for somebody else. You got to do what they say. So guess what? When it comes to risk, if your ability is dependent upon getting up and making that money because you haven't quite made it yet, most people don't have disability insurance. Oh, everybody wants to sell you life insurance. Yeah, I get that. Because that's an emotional thing. Most of it's term. I get that. That's not, I'm not, don't, don't care about that. That's good too. Among all the different companies we own, I have an insurance agency. I have some great people that work for us. If you need something, let us know. We'll get you in touch with them. But the bottom line is, it's mindset followed by physical, emotional, intellectual relationships, financial risk. You might be a billionaire and on your deathbed, well, you're, you're going into Pooresville because you're going to die. Okay. I don't know who's more successful, the person who has a healthy life and lives to like 105, 106, or the person that lives to like 70, they're loaded, they've traveled the world, but they've been breaking down and falling apart since they were 40. I don't know. I don't know. And in addition to which, you got to stop listening to people who are in politicians. These politicians are full of beans, okay? They are. We've proven that you can elect people that are brain dead and clowns as president of the United States. We've elected crooks. We've elected people that are sexual deviates. But for some reason, the country seems to keep on working. Why? Because there's the dark state. There's the bureaucratic state where you got real people that know how to do real things like me who run things. Okay, thank you, Mr. President. Yeah, lip service and... No, we're not going to do that. Thank God a lot of people didn't do what some of the dumbasses we've had in White House have said to do. So the bottom line is president, vice president, speaker, secretary of state, governor, senators, mayors. These people are in positions of authority, not because they're stupid, they're smart, but they have skin that's thicker than steel. They don't give a rat's ass about you and I. They're taking care of the people that deliver votes and deliver money. It's about power and influence. And the quicker you understand that and quick associating with people that ain't got no power, no influence, the hell with it. And you want to, like, why do we, why do these people continue to get in office. It's real simple. Too many people vote. Bingo. Right, Jimmy? Bingo. Here's the problem. We have people on the right and on the left. It's a divided country, which means the number of people we're trying to influence is really small. These are some of the dumbest people among us. These are transients. They don't own property. They damn sure don't own commercial property. They ain't employers. And they're barely able to read and write. Some are living in nursing homes and their aides are filling out their ballots. Our elections are being decided by some of the dumbest, laziest, stupidest, low-income, short-time horizon people on the face of the earth. That's what you get when you got a divided nation. And you can blame only one group for that. You can blame the media because if it bleeds, it leads. Let's constantly make a mountain out of a molehill. Oh my God, I can't believe we've got a recession. we got a depression. <gasps> the bull market is over. Will we ever have another bull market? My God, you want to read crap. Go to the headlines that Matt Drudge puts up on the Drudge Report. I like Matt Drudge. I like what he's done. It's a quick summary of what's going on. I look at it just to see what the ding-dongs out there are looking at. (laughs) I'm dead serious. 
So here's the thing. Read. Think. Not everything is chicken little. So many people are lemmings following the Pied Piper. Oh my God, what whatever Whoopi Goldberg says on the, the, uh, the view. I got a Whoopi Goldberg. I saw a man. Did she ever gain weight? What is with her? See, if somebody that gets insanely overweight and they're going to tell me how to maintain my, my health, Really? Look, here's the bottom line. I don't care if I offended you. Let me tell you the facts. If you're in good physical shape, you're going to live longer. If you're in good physical shape, life is easier. You, you don't want to have health problems. I've had, listen, I've had a couple of times I've had the flu bad. I've damn near died from the flu, okay? Because I missed incredibly great shape, but I didn't pay attention to the signals. I, me? I never get sick. But by being, not paying attention, it almost got me. So pay attention to yourself. Economics begins at home. Home. It begins in your family. Don't listen to all this crap that's going on. And, and oh, God. Oh, CNBC. You know, the, the Cracker Box Network. Oh, my God. Screaming, hollering, carrying on, and everything else. It doesn't make any difference. Race, sex, national origin, none of that stuff. Class is something that comes from internal. If you're classy, it is what it is. It's kind of like that silly movie with Anchorman with uh, whatever his name is. You know, keep it classy. And that's the thing that I want you to do. Just keep it classy. No matter how much money you have or don't have, just keep it classy. All we got to do in life, all we got to do in life is all we need to do is just focus on ourselves individually. If we can do that, life is good. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play our ending. Then I'm going to drop a little song in called uh, Archie's Hunt. And Archie is our uh, four-legged beast who uh, is in the office 24 hours, seven days a week. He's our uh, office dog. He's a tree. Walker Coonhound. Thanks for joining me. For those of you on Facebook, we'll be cutting up the audio, cleaning it up. Hope you enjoyed it. For everybody else, adios. We're done. The Paul Truesdale Podcast is sponsored in part by Fixed Cost Financial, a registered investment advisor. Fixed Cost Financial, where investing is done right. Visit FixedCostFinancial.com. That's FixedCostFinancial.com. The Paul Truesdell Podcast is also sponsored in part by Lie Die Today. Intelligently protecting your most precious assets. Visit LieDie.today. That's LieDie.today. You'll be glad you did. The Paul Truesdell Podcast is also sponsored in part by the estate planning, elder law, and asset protection planning law firm of attorney Kelly and Truesdell. Visit truesdell.net. That's truesdell.net for more information. The Paul Truesdell Podcast website is paultruesdell.com. That's paultruesdell.com. This is a song we own called Archie's Hunt. H-U-N-T. Let's do it. Archie's Hunt is uh, two minutes and 29 seconds long. I'll tip it down and we're going to get out of here. Uh, Paul and I will be doing two Pauls in a pod, the Paul Truesdale podcast, tomorrow on uh, Sunday the uh, 10th. Join us again. Adios.